Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Lawmaster Program. The AVB's predictions regarding the coming of the Lord God are fulfilled in the man, Tommy L. Hart. This is big, big news. The Bible's Lord God has come as predicted. But not only has the Lord God come, he has also come forward and revealed himself. He has told the people his name in compliance with Psalm 94, 1 and John 7, 4. Having performed the works that the Bible ascribes to God, the man Tommy L. Hart feels the bill for God. It is reported by those who know him best. He has done all things well. Let's hear from the Lord God, Tommy L. Hart. This episode has to do with the Lord's peace offering to the Gentiles. All right? So it has to do with the Gentiles and the Israelites and their Lord God, the Israelites' Lord God. So we begin. We begin with a question. What has happened? We go to the beginning to see what has happened. Two, in the beginning, we find the Israelites in their own land. Now, let me say this. This episode here is very important to this date. On my death calendar, I see that it has peace day. Peace day. So I thought it very appropriate and fitting that I should deliver the Lord's offering of peace to the Gentiles on this peace day. Very appropriate. So in the beginning, we find the Israelites in their own land. The head of the Israelites at that time was called God, the Lord God. The icon Plato is representative of all the gods, the former gods. Well, let me just read this. The icon Plato is representative of all the gods of the Israelites, both past and present. Number five. The Israelites were and are in today's terminology a black people. But remember, back then, they were not called black people. They had a name. That name is Israelites. An Israelite male, an Israelite female. Israelite children, they had a name. Therefore, today, the Israelites still have a name, though most Israelites do not realize the fact that they do have a name. Okay. 
So the Israelites were and are in today's terminology black people. They were and are dark-skinned, a dark-skinned people. That's very important to know that you have a name when you do not think you have a name. Number six, today the Israelites are scattered abroad in their enemies' lands. And I note this, that that's what we are told in the King James Bible, right? So today's Israelites, the Israelites are scattered abroad in their enemies' lands with America, the United States of America, and the U.K., being two of those lands. Seven. But how did they, the Israelites, come to be in their enemy's land? The King James Bible says the Israelites are in their enemy's lands and they are viewed as a vessel wherein is no pleasure. So we get this from that. The Gentiles elected to keep, even after the abolition of slavery, they elected to keep the Israelites in their land. They did not send the Israelites back to where they uh, got them from, from where they captured them. Now, the Israelites had no no part in that matter as to uh, concerning their staying in the United States, to use it as an example, and the U.K., the Gentiles decided that all by themselves. The, the uh, Israelites did not elect to be scattered in their enemies' land. Their enemies arrived at that decision. So the Israelites have not made decisions for themselves in many, many years. That's something, isn't it? For a long time, the Israelites have not made decisions for their well-being or for their being. But they are viewed as a vessel wherein is no pleasure. The Gentiles elected to keep them in their lands, but they have no pleasure in the Israelites themselves. No pleasure. And, well, let me just stick with the script. Number nine, but the question, how did they, the Israelites, come to be in their enemies' lands? 
The simple answer is by means of their enemies' superiority in warfare. Number 11. Here is what we know. The Gentiles came together a long time ago and conspired against the black people, all of them, including the Israelites. The Gentiles conspired to wage a military war against the black people, including the Israelites, with the aim of taking out, killing God, and destroying his people. Now, all of this is in the King James Bible. This is not my take on the matter. And to get the whole of that information, you go to Lawmaster Archives and pull it up. You go to Lawmaster Archives and pull it up. So the Gentiles combine their military forces armed with the aforesaid aim, their mission, to make war against the black people. I'm just going to say Israelites because that's what I'm concerned with. That's what this is concerning. Uh, to make war against the Israelites, defeat them militarily, and kill them as stated in the book of Revelation. In easy to understand words in the book of Revelation, you find that aim. So the Gentiles initiated and carried out their plan. They defeated the Israelites, killing and murdering many, taking out God the Lord, and the ones they left they let a the ones they let live, they cast them into captivity, breaking their will by training them or in training them to do slave labor and by means of the slave trade, scattering them, the Israelites left alive abroad in the nations of their enemies, the Gentiles. Again, keep this heavily in your mind and firmly in your mind. This information comes from the King James Bible. That's indisputable. Okay? I'm just delivering the information to you. All right? Now, now the Gentiles know all this, all right? But still, this is how I get to the Lord's offering or, or the Lord's peace offering. All right. We have background information. Okay. Scattering them abroad in the nations of their enemies, the Gentiles. So basically, that is how the Israelites came into the lands 
of their enemies. Again, America, United States of America, and the UK being two of those nations, lands. The Gentiles accomplished their primary aim, that of removing, taking out God the Lord, and bringing his people, the Israelites, to naught. God the Lord being removed, the King James Bible describes his people, the Israelites, as being sheep without a shepherd, scattered abroad in enemy lands to this day. This this episode, as I said, is to the Gentiles, but obviously the Gentiles know this information already. I'm just reminding them. And that brings us to the present state of the Israelites. The state of the Israelites. Item 12. I have already touched on the Israelites' present state. They are a defeated people they were defeated militarily. That's important to note because this is not the story that we have been told. But we have the facts coming from the King James Bible. So I have already touched on the Israelites' present state. They are a defeated people. They are a people held in captivity who in former days were viewed as non-human, like during the enslavement era. All right. Let me start over. They are a defeated people. They are a people held in captivity, speaking of the Israelites, who in former days were viewed as non-human, made to do slave labor in their enemy lands. Hear what Psalm 106, verses 41 through 42, has to say regarding the present-day state of the Israelites. I note here, the Israelites are not a people of the past. They, they, they live on. And we are told this from the King James Bible. The Israelites live on. And the King James Bible gives a uh, very, it gives a perfect picture of Israelites. In words, a word picture of the Israelites. Okay? So we know clearly who, who is being talked about. We know who the Israelites are. The present-day state of the Israelites, Psalm 106, verses 41 through 42, says, 
they that hated them, they, the Gentiles that hated them, the Israelites ruled over them. The Israelites' enemies also oppressed them, and they, the Israelites, were brought into subjection under their enemies, the Israelites, I mean, the Gentiles' hands. Psalm 106, verse 45 says, And he, the Lord God, remembered for them his covenant. The word covenant has come up before we actually get to the terms of the covenant. And remember, these statements, these Bible statements come from the King James Bible. And, of course, the Israelites fit that description. They're in Psalm 106, verses 41 through 42. They fit the description of the ones being ruled over, the description of the ones being hated, the description of the ones being oppressed, and the description of, uh, them, uh, of being brought into subjection under their enemy's hands. That's no argument. Black people in America and the UK fit that description perfectly. And God remembered for them his covenant. Now let's understand what we're we're talking about. The man Tommy L. Hart has brought up the covenant. Right? The Lord God Tommy L. Hart? the one who called the uh, the King James Bible, the Book of the Dead, the one who called uh, the last time I spoke to you, the King James Bible, the Book of Life. What? That coming part. The covenant spoken of here is a reference to the covenant of peace. More precisely, mine the Lord God's offering of peace to the Gentiles. The things mentioned in the Psalm 106, verses 41 through 42 statement are ongoing. The Gentiles are still showing hatred to the Israelites. The Gentiles are still ruling over the Israelites. The Gentiles are still oppressing the Israelites, the Israelites are still subject to the power of their captors, the Gentiles. And by the way, the Israelites have no power. The King James Bible says their power is gone. Who deprived them of their power? Their captors deprived them of their power. The armies of the Gentiles deprived them of their power. It is clear the Israelites are not in a good place. 
there's no other people like the Israelites. The Israelites, no doubt, are the only people, listen carefully, the Israelites, no doubt, are the only people still living in captivity from antiquity, from many years ago. The only people still being held in captivity against their will. Also, get this, the Israelites, the present-day Israelites, have forgotten that they are be, they, that they are captives and they are still held in captivity. The Israelites have forgotten that. The Israelites take captivity and slavery to be the same thing, which they are not. Slavery is being forced to do labor without pay. That's a characteristic of being enslaved. You work. You're forced to work without pay. Isn't that something? Israelites today, yeah, so so the Israelites mix captivity with captiv- captivity with enslavement. So when the chains were taken off the Israelites, they thought that they were free. They're not free. They are still in the land of the enemies. If you were held in captivity and you've never been let go free and sent back to your homeland, you're still in captivity. Anyway, we know what captivity captivity is, okay? I don't need to get hung up on that. Trying to see where I stopped. So the Israelites are definitely not in a good place. Remember, the King James Bible says, the Book of Life says, the Israelites are regarded as a vessel wherein there is no pleasure. They are regarded as sheep without a shepherd because their shepherd, their God, has been taken away from them. Now, we move on. Here, I must say that the Gentiles' invasion into the land of the Israelites and their subsequent actions against the Israelites is not clear. The reason why the Gentiles invaded us a long time ago is not clear. If any of us in the past and before the invasion, I'm speaking to the, to the uh, Gentiles, If any of us in the past, us meaning Israelites, if any of us in the past and before the invasion have done anything that would call for extreme measures to be taken against us as well, these people or those people are long dead if anything was done against the Gentiles by my people, those people are long dead. 
So the question arises, why are the Israelites still in captivity? They, present-day Israelites, let me just stick with the script. And I do not wish to speculate, neither should I. But I will say today's, today's Israelites have done nothing that would call for any continuance of a judgment set against our forefathers. Today's Israelites are innocent victims. I ask the Gentiles, would a just people condemn the innocent? Where is justice? Is there any justice for the Israelites? Certainly, the condemnation of the innocent is a great injustice. Those things bring, up, bring us to my primary concern and offer the Lord's covenant of peace. Number 13, I, the Lord God of the Israelites, offer to you, the Gentiles, an offering of peace. This offering of peace is between the Gentiles and Israelites. They are the two parties having to do with this peace offering, the Gentiles and the Israelites. The abusers and the victims. I call for a secession of hostilities between the two parties. I call for a meeting of myself and those of my choosing and whoever you the Gentiles deem the appropriate officials to work out beginning with my peace offering a covenant of peace we both can live with. Keep in mind, on on my calendar, I'm pretty sure it's on some other calendars as well. It's called today it's called Peace Peace Day. The, these are things to be addressed in my peace offering to the Gentiles. A, the letting go of the Israelites to their Lord and God, Tamiel Hart. B, the recognition of the man, Tamiel Hart, as the promised Lord God of the Israelites as promised in the King James Bible, the book of life, Isaiah chapter 40, verse 10, which says, the Lord God will come. C, Luke 1, verses 71 and 74 speaks to this issue. 
it is written of my people that we should be saved. We should be saved. This comes from my people. That we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us. Notice this word hate keeps appearing. Hate. Hate. So we can ask the question, why are why are the Israelites still held in their enemies' lands? The Bible, the King James Bible, the Book of Life, speaks saying, hate, hate, hate base. <clears throat> Let's move on. Let me read C again. Luke 1, verses 71 and 74, my people say this is one of the items they look for, they, they desire to be in the covenant or dealt with in the negotiations of peace, the peace negotiations between the Gentiles and the Lord God with respect to the Lord God's people. Lord God's people, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand or power of all that hate us, that we being delivered out of the hand of our enemies shall serve him, our God and Lord, Tamiel Hart, forever. Yes. I applied my name because the Lord God has a name. Okay? Now, item D. My people say this, that we, no, no, that we, the negotiators, decide upon a dwelling place for my people. That's what I'm, I am hoping to get through these peace negotiations that my people that we can find a place and settle upon a place where my people can live <coughs> and have a land of their own uh, E item E that my people are assured of their safety and protection in their own land, that the nations holding my people or which have held my people become their allies, partners, and helpers. Item F. That the holders of my people, having let my people go to the Lord their God, that the holders of my people assist and support, or those which have held my people, assist and support us in 
becoming recognized as a people set up and established as a duly recognized nation with full freedom and autonomy under the Lord their God, Tommy L. Hart. Now, this is my concern. What I just gave you are terms in the covenant, terms in the in the peace offering. Okay. Now I say this. Now this is my opinion. I won't go into detail with it. No Israelite will be forced to dwell in the land of God and worship the Lord God. Each Israelite must decide that, who is of, you know, proper age. Each Israelite must decide that for him or herself. But that's not that's neither here nor there. We haven't even gotten to that yet, okay? So, but I did want to just put that in there at this time. No Israelite will be forced to dwell in the land of God and worship the Lord God against their will. Well, I guess I said that when I said be forced. I propose that be a free will thing, but right now the preceding things are much more important than that. Number 14. To get my offering of peace, I say to the Gentiles, where you get the whole nine yards of my offering, please Google Blog Talk Radio Longmaster. Go to my archive, click on episodes, click on episodes, and look for the titles with covenant of peace and or offering of peace in them. Easy to find. Item 15. I expect to hear something from you, Gentile officials, within the next 15 days. I trust you have access to all my info. Yes, my de- my desk calendar says today, September 21, 2019, is peace day. Turning my page. <laughs> Let this, I say to the Gentiles, be the first step along the road to peace between the Gentiles and the Lord God and his people, the Israelites. To the Gentiles, I say also, I am also on Twitter, hashtag T.L. Hart or hashtag Tommy L. Hart. L. Mill initial, Tommy L. 
heart. H-A-R-T. So that's it. I say to you Gentiles, go to Amazon.com and order from my list of books, my Prodigy series, the Prodigy. It goes from it goes from one through ten. So you have four. You have ten books dealing with the subject matter of dealing with the title, the Prodigy. Go there and order from my list of books. Do that. Do it now. Do follow me. Follow me on Blog Talk Radio. And I say to you, Gentiles, make Lawmaster Archive your dwelling place. And the peace offering, as stated before, is there in Lawmaster Archive. Search for peace offering, covenant of peace, anything along those lines. Do let me hear from you. Thank you.